is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. It's Friday. I forgot today was Friday. How many times? A couple times. My daughter forgets every like 10 minutes. No, mine has been, it, I, was, I thought today was Thursday. Yeah, no, my, my daughter thought it was. I mean, not, I thought today was Wednesday. Yeah, what I thought. my daughter thought it was Wednesday. For like, some weird reason. She asked us twice. it was twice. like once. She asked us twice, what are we, uh, when, uh, why aren't we doing homework or what are we doing or, you know, when we go to school tomorrow and starting phrases like that. It's like, no. <laughs> That's when you turn around and go, it's going to be fun. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, we should. I should have done that. You should have. I, I should have been the, the smart aleck and all the stuff, but. Uh, I, can't, I can't say you haven't hung out with me long enough because. Oh, yeah, no, I was there. I, 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 I just, I, I didn't do it. I just caught, I didn't. You just didn't want to get up early. I didn't. I don't, That's I don't, really what I don't it boiled down to. Yeah, I mean, it would be funny, but all of 10 minutes and. Oh, it would have been funny the entire time. And then you just come back and be like, oh, by the way, you got housework to do and you go back and lay down and take a nap <laughs> that's what i would do <laughs> go back and take a nap and then wake up and you got housework remember that no she don't get the, the nap. she's got housework to do you get the nap oh i'm gonna go take a nap yeah, oh, yeah. This i like is what that. you get this is what you get for waking me up this is what happens when you play stupid <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take a nap someone doesn't pay attention to the calendar in the kitchen that's right so there you go well you know it's hard to keep track of days okay I mean, I can't say nothing. I did. You can't today. say anything. I thought today was Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. But it's Friday. So good. It is. So it's a good thing. It's Friday. Everything's going on. We're Indeed. Having a good time, I guess. You guess? I guess. <laughs> sort of. Maybe a little bit. You know, good and bad things happening all around us. So. Yeah. Aren't, aren't you excited? Aren't you just So much so. Mm-hmm. Just makes you so happy. I know. <laughs> So good. So two Republican congressmen okay. have uh, introduced articles of impeachment in the House. Against the president, right? Well, no. 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 Why? No. I'm not going to like this story. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. I am not going to like it. Yeah, they, uh, the articles of impeachment are against uh, Secretary of State A. Blinken. Why? Citing the failures of planning, execution, and leadership in Afghanistan. <sighs> a little, I'm a little, I'm a little bothered by this. Actually, uh, actually, I'm a lot bothered by uh, this. I, but yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, a little bothered just by start, this. For a couple a, things. Okay, just well, go ahead. Yeah, couple things. Just starting right there. Um, as we mentioned last night, or let me rephrase that. As I mentioned last night, in a not quite so subtle. Subtle and 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 uh, calm way, right? Um, this is very similar to Benghazi. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. B- uh, the Blinken wasn't there for that. No, 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 no. And I got that. But uh, you know who who was? Uh, they they didn't actually do any impeachment on the acting state, uh, Secretary of State during. Uh, Benghazi. Benghazi, did they? No. Uh-uh. Sex state stayed. No, yeah, all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that bothers me. 
ju- just a tad. Right. Um, right. And ultimately, it was the president of the United States, the commander in chief. Responsibility. Who, yeah, he, it was his baby. He said, get out now. Yeah, you can't. So. And, all he did by, but I mean, for, I mean, but then again, yeah. for a guy taking full responsibility for everything, there's a lot of blaming. It going seems on. like someone else is paying the price for it every and time. It's not him. Yeah. So the foot, this is, it's funny that this came out like, oh, just literally this, this story is only like two hours old. Yeah. Because, yeah, I saw it you know, the things that happen, I, you know, when I'm driving and stuff, I didn't listen to the radios. Mm hmm. And one of the guys on the radio at the time was like, I wouldn't be surprised if they start offering up, you know, members of the it, members of his uh, his executive council mm-hmm. as scapegoats, probably huh. starting with Abe Lincoln. And sure enough. Two hours, you know, it's five hours or whatever later. He's a sorcerer. Secretary. And <laughs> anybody who can look. Look, Look at our administration. Didn't have to be a sorcerer; they just have to have eyes. I'm just saying that Not this few, guy, this guy, actually stated it. A few working brain cells, right? A few wor- eyes and some brain cells that can still rub together. You know, gotcha. If you have those two, you probably could have figured this out. Anthony Blinken is the first of probably three. Mm. The first of three, I'm guessing. Yeah, and and again, none of them are going to be. Because you know it was a media breakdown Biden. as well. Oh, I know. So uh, we might be seeing Jen Psaki's going away. Yeah, we're not that lucky. You're right. We're not. I'm just saying. I, I'm just. You it's know, funny though. Like I said, it's it's all of this is going down, but it was O'Biden that did it. They they attempted to a, a P. Impeach. Well, he's the he's the guy whose face is forever. Yep. He hasn't done anything since he actually got into office, but he is the face of everything in the office. The thing is, is again, he, he's, it's his responsibility. It was his baby. He said, do it, blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah. Um, they tried to impeach Trump twice mm-hmm. in his in term and they and failed oh, both and, times. And, well, and over stupidness, by the way, it's, yeah, oh, not over anything no, that was worth there it. There was nothing that was any actual, it was hearsay stuff. It was, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that, well, it looks like this and it looks like that. Da, da, da. We're going to impeach is, him on his taxes. Yeah. This is actually something credible. And this also, is actually something tangible. This is something that the entire globe, not just America saw. Right. And you're going to then turn around and go, well, no, he's, he's fine. We'll leave him alone. We're going to leave the president there. Hey, Blinken, you're out. And again, they didn't do anything to Hillary. Nope. They didn't touch her at all when she That's was. That's because they would have died. I mean, suicided. <laughs> they would have suicided themselves. They would have suicided themselves and then walked across the street and gotten two, two shots in the back of the head. They would have done that to themselves, though. Right. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. That's how they would have, you know. How all accidents happen. Right. I mean, it's just terrible. It's terrible how that happens. Sad. Yeah, representatives Andy Harris, who's a Republican in Maryland, mm-hmm. and Ralph Norman, Republican of South Carolina, on Friday blamed Blinken for the law, for the loss of American lives and endangerment of uh, of countless Americans and allied lives. See, okay, I got to stop because the president stated. Mm-hmm. For a fact that he was the, the he was in the room giving the final decision. Yeah, 
not Abe Lincoln. Yeah. The president. Abe Lincoln didn't have anything to do. He, he, this is weird. All Anthony Blinken is is a mouthpiece. Yeah. He is a yes man and a mm-hmm. mouthpiece. There's nothing else to this man. He has nothing going for him except for the fact that he's willing to step up and say exactly what you give him to say and nothing else. Kind of like Pisaki is. Right. That's exactly what he is. Mm-hmm. He's just a mouthpiece. He has no say in whatever goes on because he doesn't have any background in whatever goes on. Well, he doesn't also have any real authority on it either. I mean, he's supposed to because he's Secretary of State, but, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Joe Biden doesn't have a cabinet that is willing to oppose him, mm-hmm. which is weird because literally a house plant can oppose him and win. That's 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 sad. It's true, but it's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. He could be beaten with a piece of veneer. Any piece? Like even a small piece. Okay. Okay. I mean, if it's a large enough piece, it's going to hurt. But I'm just saying. Well, of course. That's why I'm saying. But I was yeah, no, like, no, depending be, on no, how, no, how no, big like, are I'm we talking? talking? About, like, I'm talking about like the, the this trim. Okay. Okay. The veneer trim pieces. Okay. No, no. Yeah, I can see that. Can beat him in an argument. Like a wet noodle. Yeah. I, I don't know and these why. Guys, these guys never stand up to him because they were hired specifically to be yes men. Yeah. To support whatever comes down the pipeline and then is handed to Joe, like all of the questions and answers where he's like, I've been told I have to start with uh, you over there from CNN. <laughs> Who's next on the list? Uh, oh, yeah. That is uh, you from MSNBS. That lady over there from... I have been handed a list and it is telling me that I need to start with you. <laughs> I spy with my little eye. It's if just, you have, when you have a president that doesn't even understand the decorum of saying, of looking down at a list and going, well, we've pre-screened these, so that's cool. Yeah, I'll go with, hey. <laughs> yeah, at least pretend to be semi-ignorant and be like, nah, yo. Yeah, at least something. Feign ignorance or something. You've been lying your entire life. How can you not know how to do this? <laughs> Why is it so hard now, Joe? Senile. Top of his class. <laughs> but no, you have that. And then you have Kamala Harris, Camel to herself, saying that she was the only other person in the room standing behind Joe O. Biden when he gave the final order. Yeah. She's not going to pay for it either. No. Because they need her. Oh, yeah. Somebody's got to take over the mantle whenever. Yeah. Somebody's got to be the next puppet. Yeah. Might as well be camel toe. She's willing to get stuffed too. Ew. Ew. That's just nasty. It's good coffee. I'm yeah, it is. No, indeed it is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continuing on, they say uh, after the suicide bomb attack in Kabul airport, you killed 13 U.S. service members and dozens of Afghans. An Afghanistan affiliate of ISIS took credit for the blast which killed more than 100 people in total. <sighs> Tens of thousands of Afghans and Afghan allies and Americans as citizens and uh, were, were all stranded and still are stranded in Taliban uh, after the Taliban came to power and throngs of people rushed to the airport to flee the country in the uh, on US military flights. 
chaos then ensued and people died. Yeah, holding on to planes that... All the rest of... Yeah, thinking that they can maintain 30,000 feet for several hours. No, not even thinking that. They were just like, I've got to get out of here and it doesn't matter how I get out of here. And then they died. Oh, they got out of there. They got out of there. I could think of many... Better ways. Better ways of doing it. You know, I would literally just start walking through the desert. That's me. I'd get water. <laughs> As, yeah. <laughs> I'd make sure to pack up on water and maybe some dried meats and go. Yeah. Pockets full of jerky. That's all me. <laughs> start to step in, you yeah, know. That's it. Let's go. And get out of Yeah, that, I do it. I would not. I don't care how desperate I am. I would never grab a hold to a, a plane because, again, realistically, there's no way that I'm going to be able to hold on continuously to the outer 30, shell of a plane feet. at 30,000 feet. Right, where most people die anyway because the one compression and two, the cold. It's cold. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit cheery. And lack of oxygen. Yeah, actually. the lack of oxygen is also not great. At, you know, several hundred miles an hour for several hours. Right, so you have... <laughs> if you survive, if, and I mean, for example, if you don't fall off, they will kind of peel you off because, because you'll, you froze to it. Yeah, you'll be stuck. So it's like how they found the the one guy. He was in the uh, the, the 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 wheels. Oh yeah 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 the landing gear. Yeah, he was in the landing gear. Yeah, the landing gear was up, and he was inside. And when they found him, he was dead, froze to death, in the landing gear. Yeah, because it does get very cold up there. And if you ain't got nothing to keep <laughs> you warm and prepared, it's like twenty minutes might be okay, but. Yeah, when you again, you're talking hours, and in some cases, if they get fueled in the air, they'll just fly right to wherever the hell they want to go. Right, have the entire world just keep on going, and you just, you know, fall out like a in-flight fill-up service. It happens. Mm-hmm. That's what the military is good for. They got good jets for that. I'm just saying. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you know, Blinken should be have some responsibility to it because he's yeah, Secretary because, of State. Yeah, he's Secretary State, but so does the Vice President. So is president. president. Mainly president. I, I Mainly. Yeah. Mainly. Especially when he sits there and goes, well, I, I'm holding the response. I do take the responsibility. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm responsible for it. The buck stops with me. Except for it doesn't until it doesn't. And then he turns around and he's like, oh, I don't have time to take responsibility. I have little girls to go sniff. I seen a video. I don't know if it's actually him or not, but they're trying to be. They were trying to convince me that it was. Apparently, some guy in a blue suit was walking in front of a bunch of uh, Middle Eastern people at some point, or some mm-hmm. ambassadors or something from all over. Okay, and uh, apparently missed the step and face planted. Yeah, and we're not. We're not talking. We're we're we're, we're thinking. I mean, when I say he face planted, I'm talking. He missed the step and just kind of. Timber straight down, no hands out to block nothing. No, just ouch. Yeah, I like, mean it was carpeted, so I mean there might have been a little cushion, but still, uh, that's not enough cushion for the pushing. No, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Talk about a crack right there. It's gross. Oh goodness gracious! <sighs> yeah, they continued on saying that quote Secretary Blinken failed to faithfully uphold his oath uh-huh. and has instead. Presided over a reckless abandonment of our nation's interests, securities, and values in a role in his role in the withdrawal of American forces and diplomatic assets from Afghanistan. What about the president? Are we going to even remotely attempt to hold him accountable? The lawmakers say that Blinken's dereliction of duty 
by failing to, quote, safely and efficiently evacuate all of the United States government personnel, dependents, and private U.S. citizens when their lives are in danger directly gave rise to a dangerous scenario at the Kabul airport, enabling terrorists to execute a deadly attack that killed 11 Marines and a Navy medic. I'm just saying. None of that is incorrect. No, it's not. But it, it, None of it is incorrect. But is he really the person that you should be push, like, putting that through? Again, it, the president is the commander-in-chief. It's his job. It's the final straw. He is, the, you know, that's, that's his gig. That's, that's what he's supposed to do. But you're not going to hold him accountable. Why? Maybe they're trying to, like, slowly ante up. They're going to see how, how much traction they get with Link, uh, Blinken. I guess. No, I mean, I understand the whole working up the... Work up the food chain. Working up the food you know, chain. But they're going to do exactly the opposite of what they tried to do with Donald Trump, which was literally try and destroy Donald Trump the entire time, which... Again, it's not like there's not evidence. It's not physical. It's not, I mean, this is there. You can see it. Yeah, you. there's video of everything that happened. Yeah. I just... I, I, mm. Nice to say, knee over on Twitter. You know, I've been through the desert on a horse with no name. Does it feel good to be out of the rain? Sometimes you, he didn't even remember his name. Because, <laughs> you know. In the desert, you can't remember your name. You can't remember no name because, you know, there ain't no, no one to give you no pain. That's right. La, da, 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 da. <sighs> Slightly venomous Kirk. I was assuming that that was Taliban provided gay seating. No, goat seating. Goat seating. Goat very, seating. very Gays, different. Very different. Very different. One is a little bit more fuzzy. Softer. That's, right? I mean, I guess. I mean, is it? I mean, there's a lot of fur on the goats. But they're bony. But it's still soft. Like the hair is soft. The fur Not is really. Soft. No. Have you ever felt goats? Like, have you ever pet a goat? Yes. Yes, I have. And I'm thinking of the comparison of what else they would be petting at that moment. And <laughs> comparatively speaking, yes, I still say the goat is softer. <laughs> I mean, it's like whiskers. It's like, it's, exactly. like, it's like a person's whiskers on their face. I don't know. Except for it's not. Flickering on Twitter, falling from a plane is better than torture by the Taliban. And no, I, I, I concede that. But at the same time, I just start booking. Like I, I'm, I'm like, what his boots are made for? That's just, you just kind of get to the edge of the desert and <laughs> turn around and deuces and just start trudging. And I'd rather go out that way and in, in, in dying in the desert that way than to be tortured or to be caught or to be killed or oh, hold whatever. On, hold on, yeah. and, you know, because I just, I just want to make sure of something. I'm going to look at this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. What are you looking Afghanistan. at? Afghanistan. Right there. Afghanistan. 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 Okay. I just want to see something on the map here. I want to. We're yeah. going to have a little geography lesson, I, I children. Just wanna, I just want to look. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Afghanistan. 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 I guess technically the nearest body of water is directly south, but it's forever. <laughs> yeah. Through you have to pass through Pakistan. Hackerstan. Ugh. I don't want to pass through Pakistan. Well, and if you look through, you know, where Cobb. Oh, wait, wait. There's a stream. There's a river right there. 
Damn sure it is. I'd follow that dang thing right down. <laughs> and then you well, and look, where is it in relation to cobble? Let's see. Let's zoom out. Uh, oh, it's not, that's right there. There's cobble. And there's the and the stream's right there. There's oh yeah. I just roll I'd roll straight to the stream. And just start and just keep walking. on walking down down. Yep. I'd find a tire and start tubing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cause that this track right here, that that's that's a good distance. Oh no! Don't get me wrong. That's yeah, a that's, good distance. You just you take. You, it's like you, thirty or forty miles. Yeah. No. Kabul. No. From there to there. Do do west. Eh, it's about twenty or thirty miles. Yeah. About twenty miles due west of Kabul is where a stream starts. You follow that stream, you'll have water. You can probably get fr fish, so you'll probably be able to eat. You go all the way down. So you drift right past Pakistan. Pass pass through Pakistan. Actually, it goes up into another country. It goes over here. Hold on. Where's that? Make a left at the Albuquerque and you'll be fine. Well, it, it actually turns in no, Afghanistan's. Where, where, what is this right here? It doesn't have a name. Yeah, it does pan out. <laughs> Iran. That's Iran. Oh, it pop, pops into Iran. Eh. That's a whole new song. Yeah. <laughs> and Iran. And so far away. Yeah, but I'd probably follow that. Guy Oddly down. enough, it's a fitting song too. Does, That's the yeah, sad it's, part it's, about it. Exactly what we're talking about right here. Out of W. Johnson, I was going to do the horse with no name joke myself, but tonight I'm busier than Joe Biden's damaged te uh, control team. Oh, oh, very nice. Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> Obviously, not too busy if you can text and message us. If you could tweet that. You have time, sir. <laughs> Yep, I'm just saying, Blinken should not, I mean, he, he needs to be held accountable, but not, no, not all the way. No, he needs to, the president needs to be held responsible because he's the one who kind of decided just like with everything else he's done is, well, with, you know, doesn't matter what O'Biden did or what Trump did because we're going to do it our way and screw all of you little people. Yeah. And I'm just saying. It's kind of the thing. Yeah, we just got, we, I know it, this is all, the, this story right here is all about Blinken. But at the same point in time, we need to understand that. that he's got nice boobs. Oh, <laughs> You've lost your arms. <laughs> she got some nice boobs. Uh, Blinken, I'm over here. <laughs> anyway. Such a good movie. I love that movie. It's so good. No. Uh, see, this is where I get confused. Oh, on Facebook. Is that Dana or is that Dana or is that <clears throat> Donna? I'm going to go with Dana. Okay. I'm going to go with Dana on the Facebook. Well, I'll do it until she corrects yeah, you. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dana. Uh, Biden makes us all look so weak. Yep. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Wait, I right. mean. Yes. When <laughs> when you have stories of uh, of of basically vigilante guys going in. Oh, just I'm, I That's will, to come, sir. We'll get to it in a minute. We'll dive into that. We'll dive more, into that later. And there are stories of, of people taking over. And is this the same thing? See, America, true Americans are like ready. Not as bad as they're made to be, <laughs> you know, made out to be yeah. not racist. They're not hateful. They're one they, step away from coming to save your ass at every moment. Even if they don't know you, every American is like that. The general American is like that. 
they want to go. They, they want to help. They, they want to find proved a way. it in in Cuba with everything going on, and the reason they never got to get into at least get supplies in so people wouldn't starve was the United States military at Government, the order yeah. at the order of our of executive Obama. branch. Yeah, and it, it's just and they're doing it again. And it's think about it, guys. South of the border, Cuba. Afghanistan. When are we going to understand that Joe Biden has no idea what he's doing and get him kicked out along with the camel toe? Or at least uh, pretend to impeach. Yeah. Here's important new information from the Diabetes Solution Center for you, a family member, or a loved one suffering with diabetes. If you have lost your provider or if you need a provider for diabetic supplies, you may qualify to receive your diabetic testing supplies now with little or no out-of-pocket cost, regardless of your age. All you need is Medicare or private insurance to be potentially eligible. Call the Diabetes Solution Center right now for details. Just takes a couple of minutes. Our friendly, knowledgeable agents will give you free, no-obligation information, handle all the insurance paperwork, and make sure your supplies are delivered directly to your door for free. Call U.S. Medical Supply 24 hours a day. 800-597-9323. 800-597-9323. 800-597-9323. Call right now. 800-597-9323. I got my mojo. Mojo five o. I got my mojo working out. Live free. I got my mojo working. I got my mojo working out. But it just, but it just won't work on you. I got my mojo working, but I just don't know what to do, y'all. American Pride Roasters, bringing peace and love to the world, one delicious cup of coffee at a time. Hey, it's Brad Staggs before his morning coffee. Oh, my. Coffee. This is Brad Staggs after his morning coffee. AmericanPrideRoasters.com, historically great coffee. Defenders Live. If we didn't have stories like this, what would a Friday be? Boring. That's right. Actually exciting. (laughs) Well, exciting and new. Apparently nothing compared to Izzo doing a coffee enema. I have no idea. I didn't watch it. I don't pay attention to that sort of thing. That's not my kink. Anyway. I, I, well, I we were called out, more or less. Yeah, I know. I saw. It. I saw, and I don't care. No, no. I'm saying it. I don't know if you saw my reply to that. I didn't. I know. The reply was that, it, you know, with Izzo, or actually the original tweet was if, if you know, Izzo kind of set the bar. Yeah. Being, you know, 
with the things and with stuff. the enemas and stuff. So I, uh, we were told that, you know, we would have to step it up a little bit. And I said, don't worry. We will also be doing a coffee enema as well. No, I won't. No, we are. We absolutely are. In reverse? Yeah, I would say we're doing ours though orally. Oh, yeah. We're doing it in reverse. We're doing it in reverse. It's an oral yeah. enema right. with coffee. So yeah, there. Yeah. It's a lot slower of a process. It takes time. But hey. Tomorrow morning, it'll be processed through. Um, tomorrow morning for you? Really? Yeah. So no, mine will be as soon as the show's over. Well, no, I'm going to go pee, but. No, I didn't mean that. Yeah, no. That's what I'm saying. No, tomorrow morning. No. Process that. Nope. Mine will be right after. Oh, well, you know, worst things happen. Because that's how I roll. That is. It's called regular. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was talking about this story right here. See, things took a strange turn during a local school board meeting in Dripping Springs, Texas. Dripping Springs. I didn't know that's where it was. Yeah. That's uh That's a thing. That's a, that's a place. Well, of course. I mean, when you have a, that's a, a real place. When you have a state that big, you kind of just run out of names, names, and you just start throwing stuff up there. Hey, that uh, that spring is a little drippy. Sounds good. Let's do that. Let's do that. Dripping Springs. It sounds good. Let's do that. Yeah. On Monday, when a parent stripped down to his underwear while delivering a message on masks. Okay. Yeah. Board meeting was definitely a. Way mm -hmm. to get someone's attention. I am not showing the video because I don't want to see it. Is that is that fair? I mean, I would say that's fair, but at the same time, I'm we not, have seen Dizzle's butt. I don't. At least wanna. this guy's at least this guy's clothed, and he's making a good point. Not just howling at the moon. The board meeting was intended. Yeah, it was. <laughs> To merely review a range of topics such as financial reports, oh, construction updates, it. and bond information. Of course they were. Ahead of a full board meeting next week. But according to Dripping Springs Century News, that's just such a great name. It really <laughs> I is. suddenly want to move there. Forget to forget Dallas Fort Worth area. Dripping Springs. Dripping Springs. Wherever it is, that's where it's happening. That's where it's at. <laughs> Come to the drip. Just because I want to make people out from now on say, where's Dylan living? Dripping Springs, Texas. I love it. I really do. Yep. He's next, down at the drip. Next time we're going next time we go to Texas, we are going there. Just so we can just so I sign. can say that we were so in we can point at the sign. Yep, that's where that's we it. were. That's all I want to do. That's yeah. fantastic. Dozen attendants turned the meeting into a referendum on the district's mask optional stance. Let's see, one parent, okay. James Akers, used not only his words but his actions to communicate the need of implementing a mask mandate in school. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's what he wanted. That's disgusting. That's right. Quote. I do not like the government or any other entity. Just ask my wife. Tell me what to just ask my wife. Tell me what to do. That's what he said as he started his demonstration. At I, work, mm. they make me wear this jacket. I hate it. <laughs> that's, that's not the, how he started it, is it? And that's when he took off the jacket. Oh, God. They make me wear this shirt and tie. 
I hate it. So he took off the shirt and tie. He's he's ruining his own argument already. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. On the way over here, I ran three stop signs and four red lights, he continued. I almost killed somebody out there, but by God, they're my roads too. So, I have every right to drive as fast as I want, make the turns that I want. Okay. I got over there, I got over here to the school today, and the parking lot was full. Okay. And I decided I was going to park wherever the hell I wanted to, which in this case happened to be in the handicap spot. Okay. At this point, he's basically stripped down to his underwear. Now, I don't understand. Like, I understood the shirt and tie. Kind of. Not, yeah, no. Kind of. The reason I say kind of. The jacket, shirt, and tie. Like, the reason I. I, Like, he dressed up just to strip down. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't understand it because again, you're, you're being paid. You're being paid. Like to that dress was, that way. To dress that way. You made, you entered into that agreement. So that kind of ruins your argument right there. With it's like if that I, whole it, thing. okay. If I go to a job and I get paid to wear polo shirts, uh-huh. like they want me to wear a polo shirt or a dress down shirt or whatever else. And I'm like, uh, screw you guys. T-shirts all the way. Yeah. Sorry. You can't work here. I can't get upset about that. I yeah. could. I can get upset about that, but it doesn't help anybody. No. Because that's what they do. That's the rule for them. That's the rule for pay, for, for, for doing the job. They want a specific yeah. attire. That's, they want a specific That's different appearance. than the, the government coming in and saying you have to wear a mask. Yeah, you agreed to this one. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah, and you're getting paid for it, by the way. This is not just that you agreed, but you're getting compensation for it. Yep. So, you know, you're kind of ruining your argument there. Just it was right around this point, you know, the whole handicapped spot thing where he decided to remove his pants. Uh huh. He'd already taken off his shirt, his tie, and his jacket. Okay. Now he took his pants off. Okay. Okay. People in the audience decided to gasp. (laughs) Officers started to move toward him before anything else was unveiled. He looked at him and said, Keep your shirt on. Hell. Okay. So stupid. <sighs> How'd you do that without taking off your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. No. Uh, <laughs> but after he took off his pants, that's where he ended the striptease. Oh, thank God. And he decided to finish with his concluding point saying that, you know, it's simple protocol, people. Is it? We follow these rules for a very good reason. As the speech ended, the school board president, Barbara Stroud, uh-huh. decided to interject saying, Mr. Akers, I believe you're a swimmer, but <laughs> oh no! if you wouldn't mind putting your, your pants back on. Your smooth for, body is telling us yeah. that you are a swimmer. Yeah. I wouldn't, if you wouldn't mind putting your pants back on for a comment that, uh, that would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> Please. Get your clothes on. <laughs> Akers complied and returned to his seat, but not before reportedly fist bumping one of the officers who had approached him. Akers' <laughs> uh, point, it's, it would seem, is that people follow all sorts of rules every single day without much complaint. But when it comes to masks, 
Their response was unnecessarily different. Okay. That's right. Unnecessarily different. Unnecessarily, you say? In an interview with KXAN-TV the following day, Akers doubled down on his claim, saying, quote, There are too many voices out there that I think are digging in for political reasons and absolutely not thinking about the common sense decisions we make every day to comply with everything from driving down the road and being safe and courteous to other drivers to not parking in handicapped spots, he argued. All these Uh, rules that we're given every day that we follow because they make sense. That doesn't make sense. Sir. It doesn't. While those rules may make sense, the ones that you talked about make sense because one, they're agreed upon by everybody. Yeah. And they're voted on laws. Yeah. Or it's agreed between multiple parties as in your job. Those are agreed upon. The fact that a mask mandate is a mandate, which means not everybody agrees. Yeah. No, that's that's true. Not everybody agrees. Because that's the government telling you what to do. Again, there's, there's other situations and things that, you know, you're talking about, you know, driving. It's an actual legitimate safety issue. Right. Parking in a handicapped spot is nothing. Okay? I, I, it's... It's a, it is a, that is an example of trying to uh, litigate or uh, legislate morality because yeah. they're trying to say, well, these people are, are having a, a situation. They're handicapped for one reason or another. So therefore they need to be able to get in the building easier. We're going to make it a law that, you know, you can't park in these things or you're going to get fined. Because you're being a douche. Yeah. You're making it impossible for them to actually get around. But yeah, but that's, that's, that makes sense. But that's a, no, but that's douchery. That's that you're, yeah, again, you, yeah you, we, we, we made it illegal to be a douche. If you, if you <laughs> got rid of every single handicapped parking spot, guess what? The handicapped people would still make it in the building. It would just take them a little while. Later. It would be a little bit more difficult. They'd have to go to the end of the parking lot so that they would have enough space enough to speed get to, out. Enough no, to pick up speed. Enough space to get out of the door. Oh, that too. You know, to pick up. I'm still saying to pick up speed. And- <laughs> 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 go. Away we go. Right, but that's one of the things. Like uh, uh, that is legis- You're right. It is legislating. If you got rid of all point. of the handicap parking, it wouldn't hurt anybody. Would it be an inconvenience? Yes, but it wouldn't hurt anything. Right. Driving laws again. That's for safety. That's a little bit different. That's a little different. To sit here and turn around and go, well, you know. I, I'm wearing a mask to protect myself. Then here's the the thing that I want passed in. If this is how this is the hill they want to die on for this particular virus, well, this guy does. N- that's fine. Then from now on, no matter whatever happens, the man had better never ever take the mask off ever again. I'm talking even if they enable to nip this whole Wu Tang thing in the butt, all of it, no matter what comes down the pike. Because, because there's always going to be a disease. There's always going to be something exactly. that can kill you. Oh, it's always going and to be I something. Want, and I want and if you're that hell bent on protecting other people then go to china then maybe you need to keep a mask on from now on don't ever take it off forever again because this is just stupid yeah if you're gonna do that then just constantly wear your mask wear your mask while you drive and you know skip three stop signs and those get on my nerves 
and a light and a traffic light. Yeah, stop signs get on your nerves, but... No, the wearing a mask in a car. Oh, that one. When you're by yourself. Yeah, that's stupid. I'm, I just, you're in a car. You're in a contained environment. You're alone. Alone. <laughs> alone. By yourself uh. in a contained environment. Actually, it's not even contained, because here's the thing. If you have the air blowing in from the outside... Yeah, but it's summertime. Most people have it circulating on the inside because it. If I only inside circulation. If yeah. you want the best for your AC, that's what you do. Right. You stop the you stop the inflow, and instead you just let it circulate. The in. only time you have the inflow going is during the wintertime when you have the heat going. That's only There's to make little, sure that it doesn't fog. A little car. No, no, no. Just period. Because what you're doing is you're pulling in extra. Instead of making the car warm up the air from the inside, you're cheating and pulling the hot air off of the engine. Yeah. And that's. That's just a little, you know, trick. In case you didn't know that, ladies and gentlemen, trick, car trick of the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've also noticed that, you know, when you do like this internal circulation, mm-hmm. it fogs up the windows. Yeah, it kind of... On the heat. Yeah. On the heat side, the windows fog up for some reason instead of using that in- engine heat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the, when it, even though it's pulling engine heat, it there's this balance it's a weird that one goes a little bit more scientific i'm not getting into but yeah it's into the moisture content of the yeah, yeah 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 because i know i know it, it's moisture content because it's coming from off of your body and not from in the car yeah i mean from yeah from, going from the from outside yeah. in yeah yeah it's anyway that works yeah, yeah it's all those random things so there you go yeah bill mm-hmm. not a science guy eat your heart out right bill Nye, the science guy <laughs> that guy that dude. Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> I hate that me. Hey, a bat. Yeah, right. <sighs> I'm just saying. He he, he broke again. He messed up his own argument when he took it off because oh well, work makes me wear it. I don't like it. That's your you're, argument's wrong. You're being compensated, and you agreed to it in advance. Having the state come in and mandate and order you. Like, if we were all forced to wear red shirts every single day. That's pretty bad. That's bad. Nobody wants that. No. Because, one, red shirts and you're not a captain means you're going to die. Yeah. I found that out after, you know, I was a red shirt in the Navy. Were you really? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. You were set to die. Well, I didn't, but Yeah. Yeah. No, I, well, you were expendable is what that was. Oh, no, we were, yeah. The, I, I figured out why they made us the red shirts. <laughs> it wasn't just because. Of expendable. We were, we, uh, I built bombs for planes and we loaded them onto planes. We handled all of that stuff. You, we wore red shirts. The bomb guys wore the red shirts. Yep. Yep. Boom. I know, Boom. right? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, that makes sense now, I yeah, guess. That's, yeah, it sounds sounds good. Bomb ordinance, <laughs> red shirt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There you go with that. Yeah. And so it's not quite completely different. So we're just. I was going to say, I was going to say, why are you hitting the button for that? Uh, not uh, yet. Not Outside quite. observers could be forgiven for thinking today's Australians are not citizens of a free nation but instead remain prisoners of a penal colony as the nation's zero COVID strategy continues to strip away people's freedom. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, they, they did mm-hmm. start off as a, as the, the penal, penal colony. colony. Yeah. That yeah. <clears throat> Britain kind of dumped their crap off and what dicks 
said, here, guys, we don't want you anymore. You're going to die here. And they didn't. They thrived. They continued. And here we are. And now they're back again. And now apparently they've never left. Mm -hmm. Take the state of uh, New South Wales, which includes the capital of Sydney, for instance, where people have been suffering under lockdowns that have forced people to remain in their houses except for four narrowly defined state-permitted reasons to exit their residence. You have four reasons to leave your house. Uh Uh-huh. This is according to Australia's Nine News. Number one, in no particular order, Mm. shopping for only essential items. What is considered essential items? Toilet paper, medications, food. Like, you're not going to go out. You're not going to say, hey, I'm going shopping and go roll into Best Buy and pick up a TV. That's not essential. It could be. No. With COVID. They don't count that as essential. It's uh, foods. And you can get that off of Amazon anyway. Feuds and medications. Okay. That kind of stuff. All right. Yep. Um, care and compassionate reasons, but just one visitor is allowed. Mm-hmm. Wait. Doesn't that kind of defeat the whole purpose? Wait, wait, of- hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. Say that one more time. Because that care, I, they, care and compassionate reasons, mm-hmm. but just one visitor allowed. Doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose though? The whole point of having everyone locked in their homes was to keep it from spinning or spreading around, you know, keep it from being an issue, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're letting people go out to go visit, then uh, you're allowing it to spread. But it's only one person. That one visitor per, it's not like one person in the entire district. It's. Yeah, it's one person per household. Per household. Yes. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of people who live in that area. Yeah. Um, number three, work or education that cannot be conducted remotely. Oh, you mean like going on location and installing something physically? But, well, or... Or working at a grocery store. Uh-huh. Or working at, you know, a, a restaurant. I mean, not a restaurant, a hospital. Yeah, or, a hospital, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Police, whatever. Yep. Yep. And finally, number four, exercise for one hour in groups no bigger than two and within five kilometers of home. So they get an hour of yard time. Isn't that one hour of yard time a day? Isn't that great? Yeah, they cannot come out of their home. Like, keep that in mind. Literally shut Their property may have a front yard and a backyard like we do here. They can't go out there. They can't go out there. People are getting fined and arrested for being in their front or backyard. Huh? Naturally, there's a mask mandate everywhere, including outside, except when exercising, though a mask must be carried while exercising. Because you know, masks- that one hour that you're exercising mm-hmm. is the one hour that you don't have to wear a mask. Yeah, because you know that, you know, it. You got to get that. Having exercise. that mask in your butt pocket is. Yeah, gonna that's really going to help you. Oof. That's the Delta so, variant you yeah. have to watch out for. Oh, that's where it comes in at? That's what they say. Oh. Plus, there's a curfew. 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. You can't go outside. Yep. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't do nothing. Like, no, curfew. Like, you, you got You to, literally are stuck in your house. Lights out, night. go yeah. to bed. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. otherwise, you end up getting arrested if you found out. Oh, getting out there. But the people in power in New South Wales want their subjects to know that they've gotten good news. Good news. Good news. They're rewarding, quote unquote, fully vaccinated people an additional hour of outside recreation time. Isn't that fantastic? That's amazing. See, so good behavior allows them to 
get an extra hour of yard time. Isn't that great? You know, it's, it's, now granted it is their winter time right now. Does it really matter though? No, no, it, it kind of does. Why is that? Because they're opposite of us. So like their flu season is not ours. Their summer yeah, is ours. Yeah. They, they are, you know, a lot of people are normally getting sick with flu and whatnot down there at this time right now. Yeah. So to a point, mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense because it's a lot cooler down there right now. It's further away from the sun, so it's chiller. You know, I, I it's it's okay, uh, but you're still depriving people of, you know, natural vitamin D. No, it's not okay. I'm sorry. It's not okay. You sure? Yeah. Okay. And the media were happy to characterize the government's move as a reward, quote unquote, the authorities billed it as, uh, with News 9 calling it, quote, a small gift. Yeah, uh, well, you know, from what I can tell, uh, everybody in Australia only has a small package anyway, so. Aww. <sighs> Not much to give. The premier of uh, New South Wales, that'd be Gladys Berjelikanen. I'll, I'll give it to you. Berjelikanen? Uh, no, no, I'll, I'll give you the first time. Berjelikanen? I don't know. Patted herself. Yeah. Patted herself. Chicklet. Gladys Chicklet. And it's Bert. Berejiklin. Berejiklian. Damn weirdos down in the news. Patted herself. She patted herself and her fellow uh, power holders on the back this week with her announcement that the people under her control who've been fully vaccinated will have additional freedoms, quote unquote, starting September 13th. Additional freedoms. Starting September 13th. Uh, more freedom. Yes, meaning at one hour more hour to play in the yard. You don't have to come in as quick. <laughs> Quote, thank you to the millions of people across New South Wales who have come forward to get vaccinated. From Monday, 13th of September, you will have an additional freedoms if you have both doses. She tweeted along with a statement highlighting the guidelines of the quote-unquote New freedoms for vaccinated. So, uh huh. There, uh huh. Do you remember a time? Yeah, when Australia was almost as free as America. I, I do actually. That's what made me want to go. <laughs> like it was basically America light. Mm-hmm. It was. They were chill people. They were like, yeah, everything here can kill you. But you know what? We got this handled. And not anymore. Then 2009 hit and they got rid of all their guns. Yeah, 2009 hit. They got rid of all their guns and everything else. And then uh, progressively over the years, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse and worse. And now they've literally handed over their entire freedom. Well, of course, because again, they got rid of they, once they realized once they realized that they were able to get rid of all the guns. Boom, you're done. You lost everything at that point. It's just a matter of time. It wasn't even that long. What no. you were talking uh, uh, 12 years? Yeah. 12 years. That's all it took was 12 years. And it could have taken them a lot less time. But they decided to take their time. Yep. 12 years to go to a totalitarian type state. Isn't that great? Again, the penal colony is back in full force. Huzzah! Tag team back again. On that day in mid-September, the statement said all uh, New South Wales uh, folks who have both 
doses of vaccine will all be allowed to gather outdoors for an additional one hour. And the government wants people to understand that the gracious granted extra hour of outdoor recreation time, quote, it is is an addition to the one hour allowed for exercise. So you get one hour for exercise and one hour for play. Or two hours for exercise. And no hours for play. Or two hours for play. No, because one hour can only be for exercise. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best that part. That looks like exercise. Yeah, I know. <laughs> for those who live outside the local government areas of concern, outdoor gatherings of up to five people, including children, mm-hmm. they include the children. Including the children. So five people includes the children. children. Uh, will be allowed. I, could, I can't take my family out no. <laughs> if I live there. No. Nope. Uh, they will be allowed uh, in person. Uh, wait a minute. We'll be allowed in a person's uh, in, that's inside the uh, local government areas um, within 25 kilometers of home. So they have certain areas that they're allowed to go in regularly. A little, little bit of area. And then all of it ends up having to be inside of five kilometers. And for those who live in the uh, Local government areas of concern, households with all adults vaccinated will be able to gather outdoors for recreation, including picnics, within the existing rules for one hour only outside uh, curfew hours and within five kilometers of home. This is in addition to the one hour allowed for exercise. Yeah, but you also still can't have a picnic with your neighbors. No. Has to be just with your family, uh-huh. and it can only be within five kilometers of your house. So basically, just go out back. Uh-huh. Uh, it gets better. Statement also teased more "quote unquote" freedoms to be given to well-behaved, fully vaxxed people, the citizens. Giving uh, once they have gotten seventy percent of the people vaccinated, including "quote" a range of family, industry, community, and economic restrictions to be lifted. In quote. So you're you're you took it all away, and now you're saying. We'll give it back to you piece by piece. Yeah. If you're good little subjects. If you do exactly you follow, what we tell you. Follow the law. Do what I tell you to do. But no, no. Not follow the law. Oh, no. That is their law. Follow our whims. That they've made into a law. And do exactly as we say. Deputy Premier John Barriello praised the move as a, quote, clear path forward, end quote, and promise that if his people will just obey, then having a meal with loved ones or having a drink with friends is just around the corner, end quote. You know, we kind of had the same thing told us, you know, two weeks of complete shutdown and we'd flatten the curve. Right, yeah, yeah, 15 days to flatten the curve. That was two, almost, almost two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Doing well so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully they can still get their American Pride Roasters coffee. That is AmericanPrideRoasters.com. You can get historically great coffee. They don't get that in Australia. They could if they tried. It's true. And guaranteed to make you swallow every single time you put it into your mouth. Oh, yeah. Or you can go to Mojo50.com. Yep. They could go there. They could. And they can also go to the iHeartRadio app and hit the Mojo50 radio button where, in fact, you can get 24-7 free speech radio. You could. Go to our website, DOAEshow.com, and follow us on all the social medias at DOAEshow. Get your tweets in and everything else. We'll be reading them on the other side. Got a whole other hour. Staying right there.
This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Prepare for a big hurricane. That's the word from Louisiana officials as Hurricane Ida grows in intensity as it treks across the Gulf of Mexico. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards says Hurricane Ida is forecast to bring powerful winds and nearly a foot of rain to some places. We are anticipating the full closure of major floodgates in the hurricane risk reduction system around the greater New Orleans area, the Morganza to the Gulf, and the LaRose to Golden Meadow. We are aware of voluntary and or mandatory evacuations in five parishes. These orders differ depending upon where you live in the parish. The National Hurricane Center predicted it would strengthen into an extremely dangerous Category 4 hurricane. A day after a devastating suicide bombing at the Kabul airport, the United States is pressing on with evacuation flights from Afghanistan amid tighter security and warnings of more possible attacks. Crowds were back outside the airport Friday despite Thursday's bloodshed. The suicide bombing killed 13 U.S. service members and well over 100 Afghans. Two officials put the Afghan toll at 169. While the day stands as one of the most lethal for American forces since 2011. At the White House, Press Secretary Jen Psaki. The national security team the president met with this morning advised the president and vice president that another terror attack in Kabul is likely. As flights continue to depart, Amadullah Harawi tells the Associated Press he's determined to get out. Saying an explosion may happen any second, but Afghans are facing lots of challenges. And that's why he's overcome the fear and taking the risk to come to the airport. I'm Ben Thomas. On Wall Street, the dot by 242 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. We remind all of our listeners that the views and opinions of the show hosts and guests appearing on Mojo Favo Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Cuddle Me Buff LLC, its owners and partners, or this network. Thank you for listening to Mojo Favo Radio. Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to m25m.org, m25m.org. I'm Peter Seraphine with your Liberty Minute for Friday, day 530 of Wuhan Flu Tyranny. Yesterday, the Supreme Court threw out the CDC's eviction moratorium because they lacked the constitutional or legal authority to impose such a rule. Wait a minute, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention doesn't have authority over evictions? What's next? Are you going to tell me that the Department of Education can't mandate nutrition? After 13 American military members were killed and 15 more injured in yesterday's bombings in Kabul, it took President Biden nine hours before he addressed the nation. Maybe that's because he had called a lid on the day before noon. Frustrated by out-of-control increases of drug overdoses and death, California wants to be the first state to pay people to stay sober. I don't even know what to say about that. Join me in cutting the fog of politics the Liberty Lighthouse Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Mojo 50 Radio. December 16th, 1773. And now, what really happened at the Boston Tea Party? <laughs> what are they doing? They're throwing all the King's tea and coffee in the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my coffee. Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters. Yeah. 
That would be a Trebuchet mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patriots for over 250 years. That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is Defenders Live. Hi. We're not Australia, thank God. <laughs> but we're heading there quickly. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Uh-huh. To the show that it has nothing to do with Australia. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday to Enjoy you. Enjoy the little freedoms that you have, because apparently... They're going to go away one day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going to look back and go, you remember when... Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, John going back to the story where the guy was taking off all of his clothes. Yeah. Over there on the Facebook saying, yeah, so he's a TIE fighter? Ah, see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nicer say knee. Talking about us uh, when we're behind the scenes here. Tell it, saying, uh, Dylan, are you trying out a Seamus McFly impression? I wasn't trying per se. And but- there's Maggie McFly. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably when I jumped in on that one. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Okay. That's what we could do. I understand. What are you going to do? Nothing. You sit and whine and joke about it all I can. Let it ride. Yeah. It's all. So, so a Marine went uh, viral on Facebook video. You want to know why? Like, I, I was hoping you'd play I'm along. sorry. I th- you air. paused and I was like, what happened? I, I, did you ask what happened? No, I, what happened to you? Why'd you pause? I was, it's called dramatic effect. Well, I was trying, it's called engagement. Well, then you also popped Welcome your- Welcome to the show. You also popped your I, elbows at the same time, which confused me. I, <laughs> I was like, is he straining? What is going on? Keys, <laughs> like, jingling keys, ADHD, that's all no, it was. No, 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 no. Like you started the thing and you reached your arms down and popped and I, took your time. And at the same, I was like, is, did he pause because the elbows? What's going on? <laughs> no, I broke them. They're out of joint now. I need help. No, it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's just natural. Um, no, I, it's, all right. So let's try. A Marine went viral on Facebook video demanding that senior U.S. leaders be held accountable for the Afghanistan withdrawal, specifically the deaths of 13 American service members and the 18 who were also wounded. I see this going very badly. Uh-huh. Less than 24 hours after posting the scathing video ripping the top U.S. military leadership, the Marine in the video that has hundreds of thousands of views has been relieved of duty. So now he's a veteran. Um, yeah, but not, he has no benefits. He has no nothing. He has yeah, dishonorably discharged. Dishonorably discharged. At this point. Yeah, that's what it would be. Uh, Marine Lieutenant General Stuart Scheller posted a blistering video on Facebook and LinkedIn on Thursday. Scheller, who has been with the United States Marine Corps for 17 years, questioned decision-making by U.S. top military leadership, including Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, and Marine Commandant General David H. Berger. 
So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I'm kind of a layman when it comes to the military rankings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lieutenant general. How high is that? Uh, for the Marines. Yeah. Uh, at least. Is that like middle management, basically? Oh, yeah. No, as far as generals go, yes. That's middle management. It's middle management. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, all three, power to you, brother. Three or four star. I'm I mean, you still way the hell up there, though. Like, you're still up there, and but I'm saying, all power to you. 17 years in the U.S. Marine Corps. Hoorah. Damn. I mean, come on. But still. <laughs> well, no, Did I you mean, not? Do you... Wait, uh, He's not, okay, let me phrase that. Let me phrase that. Okay, when I, okay, okay. okay, just for clarity. Like, okay, he's not, I know what you're thinking. I had to stop and think about this while you said. Middle management would be more like your, your you know, your sergeants and you know, okay, your yeah, majors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's not actually. And he's that is slightly above that. He would be, in a, in, for best way I can describe it for the Navy, he would be, a, uh, you know, executive officer. He would be, you know, usually he's like second in command if my memory serves me correctly. Okay, like of a, some kind of a situation, some like, kind of like group COO, of men or what? CFO sort of run. Give you yeah, the XO, yeah. XO, CFO, yeah, yeah okay, okay. It's the XO. Okay, okay, XO, yeah. Okay, still. I would assume. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know exactly, but yeah, he's okay. lieutenant general is okay. you're not quite general yet. You have you but have you're power. there. You have some yes, power. You got some pull. Okay. Needless to say. All right. Um you were not only in uniform <laughs> when you made the video but you were putting down the military. No, no, he wasn't putting down the military. He was doing the leadership. It's very different. Yeah, but that's the same thing. No. I know it's not. I know it's not, but the, that's that's the reason why. Isn't oh, it? yeah. No, that's exactly why. Yeah. Because how you, dare he... You talk down to the leadership. Yep. The people you above you. You don't do that at all, let alone publicly. Yeah, you definitely don't do it publicly. And if you do it publicly, you definitely don't wear your, your military garb while you do it. Well, he knew what he was doing. He's not stupid. Scheller was not a moron. Oh, he no. knew exactly I'm, I'm what sure the that he's were. not a moron, yeah. Scheller noted that one of the 13 U.S. service members who died at the terrorist attacks in Kabul was someone with who he was or has, quote, a personal friendship with, end quote. Okay, so he's somebody that he knew. He knew. Which explains why he, he got he upset, broke and, down, and, yeah. and just lost it. Quote, I'm not making this video because it's potentially an emotional time. I'm making it because I have a growing discontent and contempt for my perceived ineptitude for the foreign policy level, and I want to specifically ask some questions to some of my senior leaders, In quote. This is the wrong forum to do it in. Oh, yeah, definitely on Facebook is the wrong way to do it. Now, I get it. He was doing it to make a point and draw stuff. You wanted to make a splash. I got you. Yeah. Problem with it is, is you're, like I said, he's, he's out now. Those 17 years are a black spot. Yep. They're he's, now useless. Yeah, he's not going to be able to get anything out of anything. Out of anything. Out of anything. Quote, I'm not saying we need to be in Afghanistan forever, but I am saying, did any of you throw your rank on the table and say, hey, this is a bad idea to evacuate the, the Bagram Airfield, a strategic airplay, airspace, before we uh, evacuate everyone? Did anyone do that? Yes, they did. And when, who? Everyone. What? Everyone. No, he's talking about the higher ups, the guys who were still in office. Did they turn around and say, "Don't do this," and actually throw and every say, every military? What he's officer, saying is, did yes. they do what he did? Oh, sure. Okay, Which no, is no, no. risk his job. But okay, yeah, that's I got what you he's there. saying. I got you there. Risking your job? No. But did they oppose the president every step of the way and say, "You don't need. This is not the right decision. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this." 
Yes. But what he's saying, and I, I get where he's coming from, and maybe because I were there, I can get it. It's that whole, there's a point in the military, you are, your job is to follow orders. Yes. Period. Done. You don't question, you follow. Right. Okay? There comes a point, though, where you are to be beyond just some automaton. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to have some thought. You have to be able to go, this is wrong. And be willing to pay the price, which includes your job, which is what he's doing. Yeah, I get that. The guys who sat there up the top may have said, Mr. President, don't do this. And may have gone down this list, but it was quickly said, hey, if you don't shut the hell up, you won't have a job. And they said, okay. And they shut up and they went along with it. Of course. That's where it's coming from. Yeah, I get you. No, no. Because I, I, I understand where you're the going with that. The thing with the military and... and, and because at, at, at the end of the day, the president is the president is the president. He's yeah. the commander in chief. It's hard to... It's hard to to understand to a point if you haven't been in it, but there's, there's a, there's this kind of an unspoken code. Like when it comes to the military, again, you are order followers, but the point that every most, almost 99.99% of everyone who ever goes in, right. They're doing it because they want to make a difference because they want to do, it's about doing the right thing. At the end of the day, as far as any branch of the military goes, you're doing it because you're doing the right thing. Or you think you are. Well, yes. When you're presented with something like this, when you know it is not the right thing and you go about it anyway, then you have completely tarnished everyone, not just the people involved, but everyone who has ever been involved, whoever, you know, comes afterwards, Mm -hmm. that blot Mm -hmm. is there. And that's where he's pissed. That makes sense. I'm completely there with him. Like I said, I fully back his decision to do this. I fully back you. It just sucks because that, like everything that he went for. I I mean, I get get it. He literally just sacrificed everything he worked for. But you know what, though? He's right. He, well, he that that that's a guy of integrity because he's yeah, of course, all the way to the end. How many people? Obviously, nobody higher than him. How many people do that? Not very many on anything. Nobody's yeah. very few people are willing to go that route, and that's you know, well, kudos to him. I want to we need to get him on. Sure, if we could try Let's talking to him. Um, Scheller read an August 18 letter from General David H. Berger, the uh, commandant of the Marine Corps, regarding the U.S. withdrawal of Afghanistan. Scheller disagreed vehemently with the message of the letter and blamed senior leaders, quote, for letting the country down. Well, yeah, they did. The reason people are so upset on social media right now is not because the Marine on the battlefield let someone down. That service member always rose to the occasion and has done extraordinary things. People are upset because their senior leaders let them down and none of them are raising their hands and accepting accountability or saying we messed this up, end quote. Yeah, so the person that's currently advising the president on everything that's going on in Afghanistan is the same person that advised the president during um, Benghazi. Yeah. Adam W. Johnson over Twitter. I don't know about the Marine Corps, but the Air Force Lieutenant General is only outranked by a four-star general, Joint Chiefs, and the uh, Commander-in-Chief. And I think it might be, it's it's close to the... Same run there? Close to the same run. I think they may have like an extra step or two. Yeah. Being the Marines. But I, I think you're right, actually. I don't know how far away they are from the, the that upper echelon, but I know he's close. Um, How close, I don't, I don't know. Ex- <clears throat> I don't know exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? 
There's something. I, I, I got to find something here. You go ahead. You go. Ahead. You go. <laughs> Are you due to do that? That no. Uh, oh, I, I I remember the one that you sent me. Oh, you want to do that? I got to find it. Um, let's see. <sighs> do, do, do. Yeah, Scheller admitted in the video that he has quote a lot to lose end quote by posting the video. He noted that he was willing to risk quote my per- current battalion commander receipt, my retirement, my family stability end quote to say what he wanted to say and provide him, quote, some moral high ground to demand the same honesty, integrity, accountability of my senior leaders, end quote. On Friday afternoon, Scheller announced that he had been relieved of his services. Quote, I have been relieved for the cause based uh, on the lack of trust and confidence as of 1430 today. The father of three said on Facebook post, quote, my chain of command is doing exactly what I do or what I would do if I were in their shoes, end quote. I appreciate the opportunities that AITB command provided. America has many issues, but it's my home, and it's where my three sons will become men. America is still the light, knee, the light shining in a fog of chaos, end quote. He was stationed at the School of Infantry East at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. In June, he took over the post at AITB commander. According to his official U.S. Marine uh, Corps profile, Scheller was deployed in Iraq in 2007 and Afghanistan in 2010. So he's North Carolina guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we definitely need him. Mm-hmm. Definitely need to get that guy on. We need him on. And then we need him to run for government. Yeah, I'd vote for him. Yep. Well... No, I think I'd yeah, vote. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I would still vote for him. Whether we agreed politically or not, it's a whole other story. What I... St- yes. I agree. At this point, like, yeah. I would, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would definitely vote for him just because at least he's a man of integrity and he's a man of who sticks by his principles. We may not agree with him, but at least I know that, that when he says something, yeah, that when he he's says gonna he could do something, he's going to do it. That'd be really nice. I'd like that once in a blue moon. Yeah, wouldn't our be politicians? fantastic? Oh, be so That's the good. only reason I even had a, a smidge of respect for Bernie Sanders. Because at least he follows through. Because he followed he through and, and he, you know. At He's least, a socialist every single day and he doesn't change. And he doesn't change. You know, when he opens his mouth, he's not going to try and BS you or lie to you. Well, no, 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 no. He does BS and lie to you. It's just his lies and BS are all the exact same as they always are. But it, I'm saying, but it's an obvious. Yeah. 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 You everything he says is exactly what he says and exactly what he is. Kamikaze Dota's logo over on Twitter. My father always said, in uniform, I'm apolitical. Out of uniform, I'm a patriot. In light of the current administration's boogeyman of white supremacy, I get the feeling my dad would have turned in his commission over Afghanistan. I, I'm probably so. I'm ashamed. I've been out for 20 years and I'm ashamed. Yeah. Okay. There's there's a lot that I would have I mm. I'm to the point where I I would not recommend my my child any of my children. Which is a hard thing to do considering I like, would not tell I would tell them look you that was dad, my look I love you but I respect them but no yeah not not today you're gonna thing. be you're gonna be used and abused and put to, put to shame no yeah no. Not good. Speaking of uh, people who have just kind of been used put it all on the well, that, but I was gonna say who have all put it on the line to just kind of do the right thing uh-huh. in a face of everyone not doing the right thing, as yeah. the Biden administration has faltered with its uh, withdrawal efforts amid the Taliban's takeover of Afghanistan. An all-volunteer group of former U.S. military veterans have been working tirelessly to secretly bring hundreds of Afghan elite forces and their families to safety. 
In a Good. Fe- in a featured write-up published Friday, ABC News detailed a daring mission taken on by Task Force Pineapple. I love it. I do too. Which over the past 10 days saved the lives of roughly 630 Afghan uh, nationals who should have been uh, remained trapped inside Afghanistan would have been targeted by the Taliban fighters. Cool. The mission reached its climax on Wednesday night when the group of volunteer veterans commenced Operation Pineapple Express, modeled uh, after Harriet Tubman's Underground Railroad. Yep. So to slowly maneuver Afghan individuals and families through Taliban checkpoints and into U.S. military command. The mission was underway Thursday when terrorist attacks carried out by ISIS fighters at the Kabul airport left at least 13 U.S. service members and 60 Afghans dead with hundreds more injured. Some of the task force members were among the wounded. Yet in spite of the deadly assault, the group pressed on. Moving after nightfall and near pitch black darkness and extremely dangerous conditions, the group said it worked unofficially uh, in tandem with the U.S. state, the United States military and the U.S. embassy to move people sometimes one at a time or in pairs, but rarely more than a small bunch inside the wire of the U.S. military controlled side of the Hamid Karzai National International Airport. The effort reached a crescendo this week when dozens of covert movements coordinated virtually on Wednesday by more than 50 people in an encrypted chat room, which the, uh, according to Army Lieutenant Colonel Scott Mann, described as a night full of dramatic scenes uh, rivaling a Jason Bourne thriller unfolding every 10 minutes. Nice. Small groups of Afghans repeatedly encountered Taliban foot soldiers who they said beat them but never checked their identity papers. That might have relieved them uh, or revealed them as operators who spent two decades killing Taliban leadership. Huh. Quote, dozens of high-risk individuals, families and small children, orphans and pregnant women were secretly moved through the streets of Kabul throughout the night up to just seconds before ISIS detonated the bomb into the huddled masses of the Afghans seeking safety and freedom. Man, a retired Green Beret commander who led the operation recounted. That's pretty awesome. Hell yeah. I'd it's love to have been a part of something awesome. like that, dude. Like, that is great. Again, that is what America is really about. That's what we need the, to look the, at. The, the extremists in all of these social groups, the, the politicians, that's not who we are. We are all still people, as I mentioned before, are the people who will help you when you really need help. That's it. That's it. That's what we've always done. And none of that has changed. It's slowly dying. It's slowly disappearing. Hence the whole, let's keep people locked in their homes and wear masks and do all this other stuff. Because as the more we can disconnect people from people, the mm-hmm. harder it's going to be to want to help. Because as long as those wedges are there, you're going to believe that, well, if I help this person, they may be completely against what I'm doing. And it may be furthering, quote unquote, the enemy. Right, right. Well, so you given to the idea that, you know, Americans in general want to help they want to fight they want to fix they want to do it goes into the same idea of one of the reasons why firefighters and ems workers and police in america go overseas not only go overseas but when they're at their job they die more often Mm -hmm. than any other country's forces in those in those same veins yep one they're passionate about what they do two they will go and endanger themselves to go see if they can help help somebody else. Yeah. Continually. They will continually put themselves into danger. And eventually that doesn't work for you. 
Yep. You know, yep. eventually your number's up, but they don't care. If they can just help that one extra person, that one more person, if we can just get that one person, it, it, people talk about how it's like a hero complex and whatnot. No. The Superman complex. Superman complex, the hero complex. You got to do this and do that. And yeah, yeah. That's only if you want the recognition for it. These guys don't get recognition for it. Yeah. The, that's the misconception when it comes to the Superman complex. Yeah. Superman complex is not actually, uh, uh, you're, you're not doing it because you want the recognition you're doing it because you feel that's your job it's your duty your responsibility and i have that i've suffered from that actually do you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. big time and it's it's when you're old and fat it's a little bit easier to kind of let it go but no i'm, I'm the exact same way <laughs> trust me my fat ass would have been carrying and doing what i could have across that desert if i could have been if i had no if i could have if i had the connections that have been there oh please my yeah, my fat no. The show running, would have been on vacay for a bit, dude. My fat no running ass would have been trudging through that desert. <laughs> Are you okay? The whole way. I'm good. Get these people. <laughs> yeah, I'd have done it. I you know yeah, I, I bet you would. That's just how it is, man. It's it's yeah. People look at it as a, as as a as a bad thing. You know, it's not. It's it's something that we all all Americans especially have, and it, and I. It, it's it comes slowly with the idea. dying, though, because of the of social medias, the infighting, right. the, the divides that they're causing everybody to be in, and now you're throwing masks and stuff into it too. You're not. It, you're 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 disconnecting people from people. That was the one thing that America had over every other country in the world mm-hmm. is that we, no matter what the differences were, we were still able at the end of the day to come together, more or less, come together. Yeah. Not perfectly, but we at least, you know, could make those efforts and do it. Yeah. And we're slowly losing that. Yeah, we're losing that. Well, it it goes back to the idea of personal sovereignty. Yep. If you don't believe that everybody around you has the right to be themselves and to be an individual and to have their personal freedoms and their personal responsibilities, if you don't think, think like that and have that idea, then... You don't care about them. If you don't believe that the person next to you should have the same rights, despite what they think, should have the same rights as you do, then... Whether you agree with what they're they're, they're doing with their their, rights or not. As long as they're not doing things illegally. Well, and real illegally, not like thought police kind of... Yeah, actual illegal things, you know. Yeah. The, the 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 sellings of massive amounts of drugs or yeah. you know killing people or you know raping children things like that as long as they're not doing those things you can kind of you can always find something with somebody and you can always realize and understand that that person is a person and not only are they a person but they're a person that has sovereignty yep it's an amazing thing that that I, I'm I'm ungodly proud of these guys. That's I awesome. Really am. I kudos for them doing it because at least you know they did something. Unlike you know in Cuba when they had actually had the the military, the Navy blockade and the Coast Guard blockades. At least these guys were able to get in there and do it. Yep. Because a lot of these guys that you know that, that were there, they've, they've all, all they've all been there before. They have contacts. They've so already been. Yeah. All they had to do was buy a plane ticket, get as close as they could, and then they can walk in. Know what they do could do, get across the border, do what they need to do. Oh, you need guns? Here's where we're going to get them. Pull on those little favors and Every contacts. Every little string you got. Yeah. And then turn around and make something happen. And it's, 
Again, in a move criticized by many, the Pentagon has not permitted US, uh, uniformed U.S. service members to venture outside of the airport's perimeter to rescue Americans and Afghans seeking U.S. protection. In fact, they've sealed the gate. And then gave Taliban the listings of who to look for. Um, but non-uniformed individuals, including former Navy SEAL Jason Redman, have not faced the same restrictions. Why? Because they... They're not uniformed. They're not... Yeah. Dude. They don't, they're not beholden to that anymore. They don't need to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. This is fantastic. I'm it's so awesome. proud of these guys. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff that we should all be rallying around. This is the stuff that we should be being happy about. Do you know what I mean? Right. I'm just excited. This is good stuff. So, I'm happy now. Let's you move good? on. We got to get some more coffee and we'll be right back. All right. Let's be honest. Wheelchairs are heavy, bulky, and ugly. If you carry a wheelchair in your car to take care of a loved one, you know how hard it is getting that clunky, old-style wheelchair in and out of your car. Introducing the Feather Chair Wheelchair. At 13 pounds, it's the world's lightest wheelchair. It folds in seconds and fits neatly in your trunk, backseat, or closet, so you can take it everywhere. And it's only available right here. Order yours today and get a free wheelchair case a $50 value yours free the feather chair the world's lightest wheelchair is just $4.99 with easy payments as low as $16 a month sorry no medicare or insurance accepted so call right now to order yours 800-823-5826 800-823-5826 800-823-5826 that's 800-823-5826 she did it to teach her co-licker a uh, less of shit. Her co-what? Her <laughs> a co-licker? Hey, that again. Did you say co-licker? <laughs> he said co-licker. He did. Oh my god, was she wrong with oh. a tuna sandwich or what? <laughs> <laughs> was was this a threesome what of some kind? That? There you got a co-licker. Shame on you guys. A uh, co-licker. In the gutter. Off track. Sunday nights, eight p.m. Eastern. Live free, Mojo Five O. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. So, I found this vidya. Vidya? A vidya. You got a vidya? Yeah, if if you, uh, needless to say, the TikToks are kind of 
it's a thing. A thing. A, a, a st- and stuff. Stuff just, ta- it's just taking over. Yeah. You know, much as you know that they jack all and steal all your na- information and it goes straight to China. You still go on it. And People can't help it. And- it's it's an addiction now and that's that's fine. So it is. Um, so I found this and uh, it is a collection of, of multiple TikToks. Is that a thing? TikToks? What's the plural for TikTok? I, I think it, it's I think it's like deer. So it's like TikTok, multiple TikTok. Okay, I guess it makes sense. Okay, or you could say multiple vidges. Well, yeah. Well, it's it's definitely a lot. It's all the several TikToks. That just doesn't sound doesn't TikTok sound again. I don't know. Um, different vidges that uh, basically explaining everything is being racist. It's uh, TikToksin. TikToksin. <laughs> Boxin. It goes up. <laughs> Moosin. Okay. No. Um. But yeah, so, and I found this, and Steven hasn't seen this yet. Nope, I haven't. I Rarely do I ever present anything that he doesn't either have already seen or at least goes through before, you I know, I kind of did this one on purpose, though. I did. I mentioned, I just sent it to him and said, we're doing this on the show Friday because it's fun. It's a great way to round out the show. And because he did that, I was like, you know what? I'll wait. He'll wait. So I'll wait. This is going to be fun. Oh, if you're watching... On it'll be better on all the videos. If you haven't get a chance to watch this, go go back and, and we'll try. I'll try to describe it as best as we can as we go along. Um, mm-hmm. But if you want to see these videos, if you want to do all this stuff, go back to the the Facebook or the YouTube um, and check them out. This is going to be so good. So without further ado, let's see here. here first we're... one right here before you hit start. Uh huh. Yeah. In case you're listening on radio, says shows that somebody had sent this lady a. A comment uh-huh. that she is responding to. Yeah, okay. And the comment says, why do Americans use AC so much? Genuine, Genuine question. question. The lady is about to give you her answer as to why. And okay. this is... All uh, right. So many reasons I can think of off the top of my head why Americans are addicted to air conditioning. So many reasons, but the most infuriating one is that our buildings are built wrong. In a great stitch, Desiree Stevens talked about how it was because of white supremacy and colonialism. Indigenous people had air conditioning through streams of water built underneath the ground or in ways that worked in the natural landscape, such as building in the shade. And there are so many more examples from what we call vernacular architecture. For example, wind catchers from Iran, a famously hot place. These were incredibly effective cooling systems. These traditional Malay houses are designed to be porous that allow for cross ventilation. Here's another self-ventilating house from Southern Turkey. Yes. We have not barely. This is a lot. We have not. No, no. This, this, okay. This particular one, she just kind of vomits a whole bunch of stuff. It's really hard to keep up with. Yeah, I get it. But the rest are not as bad. Do you understand? Like, even though they're self-ventilating, there's no circulation of good air. Mm-mm. In any of these housing Mm-mm. units, there's no good air circulation. Yes, you have minute air circulation. You have cooling of things. You're not going to die of heat exhaustion inside of your house because of it due to the air ventilation. Having a few holes at the top of your roof does not equal air conditioning. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not even Now, burrowing into a mountain. That's different. Or like burrowing uh, underground. Yeah, there was one. If you create a cave, there was one that There was one she showed it. Yeah, if you create a cave and all the rest of it, that's fine. Those are nice and chill. Yeah. 
Anyway. So yeah. if the colonizers had not killed everybody and learned how they could naturally cool their buildings, we might not need air conditioning. So when y'all are like, oh, it doesn't matter the field of architecture is based in white supremacy. It's still like great design. <laughs> it's bad design because we have to burn oil to not get heat stroke to live in these stupid buildings because you won't respect vernacular architecture. <laughs> so hold on. Hold vernacular. On. Oh, this next one's going to be fantastic. Vernacular architecture. Uh-huh. Vernacular. Vernacular. Uh-huh. That's not architecture. That's not a thing. Vernacular is how you speak. Thank you. That is a f- word. That, oh. that is a form of phrasing. Yes. It's like, so it's- hello, how are you? And when talking to a group, hello, how are you? As opposed to, hi, how you doing? Or, hey, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> yeah, that's vernacular. Yeah. Greetings How? and salutations. You don't have vernacular in architecture. Mm-hmm. Unless you're talking about cave drawings. That, well, that's not even architecture. That's still art. That's not architecture because you're what painting you, on walls. What if the you walls are already there. Well, maybe you grave it in. You know? Still, we're already there. No, no. Yeah. All right. Anyway. So the next one, this one's fun. If again, if you're listening on radio, oh, I love this because your head's popping already. Well, yeah. This next video, the top is is got the uh, caption or whatever. It says, uh, hot take thesis. Glasses, like mm-hmm. reading glasses yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever, are inherently racist. Reading glasses. All glasses, period. Glasses, reading glasses, spectacles. Spectacles yes. are racist. Here we go. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Before we get there. Yes. This one is the, probably the funniest one to me. Like, Kamikaze Dodo slug on the Twitter. Uh-huh. Was the question about air conditioning or alternating current? Could <laughs> see. It was <laughs> good catch, my dear. Good catch. Very uh, well played. Let's see. Oblivion flickering. I'd like to see the virtue signaling broad uh, go one day without AC. Yeah, she she's complaining about the AC. And but yet she's not sweating and it's summertime. No, yeah. Uh, and she's also speaking into an iPhone. Uh-huh. Using coal power and oil to power and charge her phone. phone. Yeah. So trust me, the irony is not lost on any of us. No, it's, not at all. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. Anyway. Okay. So I'm researching where glasses and when glasses were invented. So like you might be asking. This is really bad already. This is. Uh-huh. So I'm like um, going and I'm I'm re- researching and look and I'm, I've got my laptop and I'm 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 looking up <laughs> when glasses started. Yeah. So for the, again, for those of you on radio, uh, this is an Asian lady. Okay, just to, to help Why set the. the doing this stuff. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but I have no nose bridge. It just goes over. And I'm wearing glasses and with nose pads. And if I take off my glasses, there are literal like grooves in my face because of the nose pads. So what's my thesis? So I pulled up a couple taps and guess what? All of them say something in Europe. Now tell me that is not racist. So just for clarity's sake, this lady, this poor victimized Asian lady uh-huh. who has to have feet pads on her glasses in order to help too. keep them on her nose. Hold on, hold on, in order to keep them on her nose. Yeah. Is saying that the glasses that, by the way, help her to see, to look up the stupidity and butcher the... Sure. The, is complaining that 
the Europeans invented the glasses, not another nation. And the reason... And that's what makes it racist. Yeah, what makes it racist is the fact that it was created in Europe. Yes, because the Europeans, somewhere in Europe, those guys came no, up with the idea no, first. Miss, the origin of something does not make it racist, especially if we're talking about the country of origin at all. Well, it's more of a continent at that point, but yeah. I'm saying country, continent, yeah, I get whatever. Just, I know, it doesn't I'm matter. Just, yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. where it began. Yeah. What makes something racist is how you use it. So that so by her actual just to make sure this you know gets nailed gets driven home all the way, if it's ever able to find out that fire was discovered and harnessed and you know whatever used for the first time by a in, white guy in Europe, yes, in yeah. Europe, racist, it will be forever deemed as racist and also killing the planet. Well, yeah. Which would explain it because it's racist, right? That makes now it's a lot truly of sense. killing. That makes everything. a lot of sense. Yeah, now. see, yeah, see, mm -hmm. see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, no. So uh, <laughs> one other thing, um, you know, you can adjust those. The, the little, yeah, the feet pad that mm -hmm. that are there. I wear glasses most of the time. Yes, you do. I really do. I have I, readers. I have to, when yeah. I, especially by reading the Bible or whatever. I have to those. Yeah. You actually like if you go to an eye doctor, yeah, and like, there's that place. It's a nice, nice, it's a nice place that I go to now, and you know, I mm -hmm. paid for you know yeah. ninety nine bucks for three years, right? And I can go and get my eyes checked at least once a year, and all the rest of yeah. it, and the like. I get X amount of dollars per glasses, and all the all that all that good jazz. Yeah, great stuff. They will literally sit there after they get the glasses in and fixed up and everything. They'll be like, "All right, put these on." And they'll adjust them for you. And they'll sit there and they'll be like, all right, that doesn't look quite right. All right, can we put, put it on the table. Okay, adjust it, adjust, adjust, adjust. Here you go, try to bond again. Here you go. How's that actually feel now? And is it going to slide down or anything mm -hmm. else? Are you saying because you don't have a bridge in your nose that it's racist for you to have glasses on? Yes. Well, no, it's racist because they were created by for Europeans. For people with bridges. For I, people with larger I, nose bridges. I was going to say, I have, my, my readers have feet pads and I've got a hell of a bridge. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you don't actually need the feet pads. Because you've got that huge bridge, you mm -hmm. don't need the feet pads. The feet pads are for people that don't have a bridge. <laughs> Isn't it as fun? We've still got five and a half minutes to go. The origins of glasses assume that you have a nose bridge high enough. And guess what? If you don't, you have these little, I don't know, replacements, alternatives. Didn't I just... Yeah, so again, here's the thing. It's because they don't quote unquote fit your face without having feet pads, they're in, inherently racist because okay. glasses were designed for white people. No, no, no. Forget no. the fact that they actually went the extra step and said, you know what? There are the people who don't have a bridge and we need to adjust for them because they need to see too. No. Let's add these adjustable feet to no. them so anyone can use it. Nope. No, no. Uh -uh. No, no, we're done here. It's racist. We're done here. You want to know why? Mm -hmm. She's wearing plastic frames. <laughs> and that may sound funny to you it does because i don't need glasses so right if you want to make sure this is another thing <laughs> if you want to make sure that your glasses are actually going to stay on your face and not fall down your nose at any point in time you would never wear plastic frames because they're slick no oh, i don't know because the hook in the back of the ear doesn't adjust. 
Oh, okay. If you have a wired frame, you also have wired hooks on the back to hook them to your ear, which means you can put it there and adjust that and keep them on your face without having to worry about it sliding down your nose, you fucking morons. <laughs> I like it when I get you pissed off. I was pissed off yesterday. No, this is just stupid. I agree. And this is the stuff that people watch and go, oh my God, it is racist. No, it's not racist. It's you don't know how to wear glasses. Yeah. But if I have to have physical pain from not having a nose bridge and something I can't control, that's racist. You want me to stop eating watermelon on camera? Okay, because this one. Yeah. I'm going to preface this one, read everything off here. <clears throat> so now, this, it, it, these jump kind of fast, so bear with us. Mm -hmm. um, this is a lady saying apparently she's being called out for eating watermelon. She's a black lady. I would not call eating you watermelon on camera. Why would she needs call to stop you? eating it because she's black, and she's going to reiterate. Is that it a herself. black person that's calling her out? Just, just watch. Just watch. I'll just hit the button. I'm black. Yes. Yeah. What's not clicking in America post slavery, post emancipation? Black farmers were only allowed to grow watermelon. People associated the fruit with uncleanliness because it's so messy to eat and laziness because it's really easy to grow. And of course, white people weaponized this against black people. And this is like, you know, well into the 20th century. Uh, people who saw things like this are still alive. So to sit there and act like you're just eating watermelon innocently, girl, bye. <laughs> By the way, if you didn't get to see it, um, this was a, a arguably either a very, 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 very light-skinned black woman. She was. Or. Very dark-skinned. She was a Milano or Milano. Or, Milano yeah, a, a mix. She was a mix. She was a swirl. She was a swirl. Yeah. Okay. One of the two. Either and way. She very, I, I would. I, <laughs> so, yes, apparently watermelon is racist because. Um, some BS that she didn't, you know, vouch for. No facts that she was able to no, no, back no, no. up on. Nothing no, 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 about. Stop, stop, stop. It's not that watermelon. It's not that watermelon is racist. It's that her eating it on camera is racist. Doesn't matter. It's so you need to stop eating watermelon on camera because you are perpetuating a stereotype which was originally <laughs> set up as a way to make black people look lazy and stupid. The night you say Neil over on Twitter, going back to the one a second ago about the, that's, the that's glasses. That's what this lady said. I'll bet she got an A on her thesis. You hate to see it. Slightly venomous Kirk, listening to you guys and your nose privilege. <laughs> Where are you two from? Nose city. <laughs> that's a life of Brian? Yeah, I believe so. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, oh so gosh. apparently eating watermelon on video as a black person is racist. Just, yeah, just reinforces. And you're being called out by another black person because you're being racist. Even though the fact that the other black person who is now mansplaining. Yeah. Or race-splaining. Race-splaining. She's, she's race-splaining to you why you're being racist, even though you're not being racist. Or why you're perpetuating the, why you're the, perpetuating race, the racial stereotype. stereotype. Yeah. Even though you're not, you just happen to like watermelon, and you know what? It's tasty. Screw it all. Yeah. Hey, you know what, lady? 
You keep on eating watermelon. <laughs> this was it just, we just can't, I got to, there's nothing to say about it. Just move on. Moving on. Moving on to the yeah, next one. Seeing this, you've reached classical music is racist TikTok. The fact that classical music, which is really the music of a- This is going to hurt me, isn't it? Yes. This is going to hurt me. This is the one I think is going to make your head explode. This is going to hurt me. Uh-huh. I don't like you. I know. You're welcome. This is paybacks. <laughs> All the times you just kind of sit there and go maniacally. It's not even that I listen to a lot of classical no, music. It, I do know it, you, though, and I was know, a yeah. band guy, and that's what I did. I, I know. like music. You're going to be pissed. Mm, Here we go. Okay. 18th century Western European cis straight white male composers is valued as the highest form of art music in America is an example of white supremacy. Hold on. Who says that we value that as the highest? She's going to explain. She's actually going to explain. Okay. Um, but before she does. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you talking about this is what we generally teach in school because they are the most organized setup as here's an orchestra set of music so we can teach everybody how to play music and play it well as a group harmonizing. It's easier to do it from this because we already know these ones. Or are you saying that uh, people just like it more because they're white? Just hit the button, you'll see. Those who go to college to study music will spend countless hours studying music theory, Western music history, and more. And most schools only have one class requirement or no class requirements for world music. This means that educators are woefully unprepared to meet the standards of understanding global interdisciplinary and 21st century connections with music. Hold on. Mm -hmm. 21st century connections with music. Yes. Yes. That doesn't have anything to do with classical music. Well, it's, it's supposedly the understanding, you know, of no, classical no, no, music no, no, from no, a 20, no, no, no. or all music, world music from a 21st century standpoint. The, you're not supposed to understand it from a 21st century standpoint. You're supposed to understand it from a classic standpoint of the time that it was created and why it was created the way that it was created. Yeah, but you can't do that because this is the 21st century. 21st century is woke they don't look at it. Everything is placed. Everything that is done in the past has to be put into current situations in order to completely understand it you because that's the only way it's right because back then they were all wrong. If they were all wrong, then why do we have gravity? Well, it don't mean that much to me. I'm who I've got to be. These pigs are after. Okay, I'm sorry. Keeps pulling me down. Anyway. <laughs> two different songs, two different bands, but it's still good. It still works. No, no, really though. If you're going to talk about understanding mm -hmm. classical music. Yeah. And you're going to say that they're woefully uneducated in understanding classical music in the eyes of the 21st century. Mm -hmm. I would agree. No, I would actually agree. I, I would agree. And the reason why I would, I, I would agree is because that's not how you're supposed to look at it. Yeah. You're There's, not supposed to look at things by woke perspective. Woke perspective doesn't make sense when you look at the history of the world. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that in the history of the world, even if, if we're talking about music, if we're talking about art, if we're talking about literature, it doesn't matter what it is. In the history of 
the world. Mm -hmm. You will not understand what was going on, how things were going out, the interplay between characters, etc. Yeah. Here's if you if you don't actually think about it in the framework of that era. Yeah. The other thing that you got to kind of keep in mind. One little thing she seems to not catch. Yeah. The reason why in America especially mm -hmm. no. that no. these white cis European males are the ones that kind of lead the way. Yeah. Is because newsflash ancestors Pilgrims and the colonists came over here from white Europe areas. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the music that they learned. That's what they heard. So that theoretically would be, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that counts as culture. It would be. Yeah. That would be your culture. That would be the culture of the time. You jackass. Keep going. This is fun. It's good. We're three and a half minutes. Forces like this one are arguing that the music major needs to be changed to be more all-encompassing and actively anti-racist. But in the meantime, those who are music educators have to struggle and wrestle with the question, how can I be actively anti-racist in teaching music in a system that values white supremacy? So <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't have to be. You don't have to think about that. That's not a struggle that music teachers are going through. That's not what the whole point, that's not what the point of music is. The point of music is not to worry about the culture and the struggle of racism and all the rest of it. It's about enjoying music, creating harmony or disharmony over the music, creating an emotion, a feeling through sound. <laughs> that's music. Yeah. Tech Roo 2024. Whoa. Racist classical music chick was bordering on multisyllabic uh, techno babble there. Yeah. And I'm not going to say the first part of this, but Nights You Say Knee, woke perspective doesn't make sense in the framework in this era. And that's a very I, I see good. why. I see why. Because uh, we don't have time. We're, we don't, we there's still going. three and a half minutes of this video left, and, and we've, we've got, got like seven. Four. Yeah. So, yeah, four minutes. Yeah. Ascertained that the fitness industry is racist. So it should come at no surprise when I tell you that diet culture is racist as well. Sorry, she's from Australia. We need to skip. <laughs> Just How? By encouraging women to try and attain the bodies of thin white women. And all it takes is a little bit of discipline or motivation. I'm sorry. Uh, everybody that's out there right now wants to get that badonkadonk. That is not a thin white woman ass. <laughs> if you fail or if you can't get that body, well, you're right. That's your fault. Whatever. Why the fuck is our health? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I, we are, I already answered it. So I'm good. Yeah. So we We're just fine. move on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here tied to our employment. Racism. You go back see, to that. Hold on. Go back to that. Emancipation. White folks didn't want to give black the bodies of thin white women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All it takes is a little bit of discipline or motivation. You went too far. If Sorry. If you fail or if you can't get that body, well, that's your fault. Okay. Whatever. Why the fuck is our health care tied to our employment? Why is our health care tied to our unemployment? Take take your mask off when you talk on a free... You're outside. Well, he was... Like, it looked like it was cold, too, so it might have helped him in that situation. But I agree. It's, I couldn't understand you. So it's why, like you have a sock in your mouth. Yeah, so why why is his health care tied to employment? Here comes answer. Racism. You see, immediately after emancipation, white folks didn't want to give black folks health care. They were afraid of healthy black people while simultaneously viewing them as unworthy of receiving health care. And do you know it was a great way to keep black people from accessing that health care? 
tying it to the jobs that they were being denied. This is just one of many, many consequences of slavery and racism that we don't talk about. Here's <laughs> you already know where this is next what's going. <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna go there. Um uh, now, you know, no, no, hold on. Before we get there, you and I have actually done a sh- done an episode to where we covered insurance mm-hmm. and why it is a benefit mm-hmm. and a company instead of a personal thing that you have to take care of. Mm-hmm. It has absolutely to do nothing with racism. Mm-hmm. It, it has to do with profit mm-hmm. margins. Mm-hmm. Profit money yeah the company makes the gets to hold on to more money if they're not paying a majority of your health care and also Weird. the and also when you don't pay attention because you're you don't pay attention to the bill because it's getting paid by the insurance and you aren't paying for the insurance you're paying parts of it but the company's paying for a bunch of it all the rest of it you you don't have a say in what gets charged between the, anything. So they can charge, you know, a hospital can charge $7,000 for, for a bag of salt water. Yeah, because there's, there's so many middlemen and there's nobody knows the actual prices of anything. That, it's 20 cent. Yeah, well, no, it may start off that way. That's by the time I mean, it changes hands price. and nobody knows, any, I'm saying, but nobody knows what ends up. By it cost the, with the plastic and everything involved, it costs the hospital a total of $2. Yeah, but, you know, they're not going to But they're it. charging you 2000. Yeah. Anyway. Here's your reminder that fat phobia is rooted in racism. As always, if you haven't read this book, go do that. What is that book? The main thing Black to body. understand is that for the last. Sorry, what? Fat phobia is racism. Rooted in racism. Excuse me. Um, ma'am. <laughs> miss. Cow. <laughs> Damn. Are you fat shaming her now? Yes. How dare you, sir? She may, have a, she may have a thyroid problem. <laughs> she, she can't control she has it. A, she has a chicken thigh problem. <laughs> I know that much. Fried chicken problem. She's chicken wing, chicken wing. wing. Yeah, and the I'm macaroni. Baloney. Yeah, and all that macaroni. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's going right to her thighs. That's right. No. <laughs> we're not going to be able to get through we all We can't. This. We can't. I'm about to, we're going to have to close on this one, I think. Damn it. Sorry about that. No. Um, uh-huh. Here's the thing. Up until maybe about a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. if you were fat, it meant you had a lot of money. She, she, uh, you know, it's funny, and and we don't have time to play this response. I, I we might have to hold this over because this is fun. Um, she kind of touches on that a little bit. No, no, you, no, no, no. If she, you were fat, you were rich. She touches on it, kind of. And now you're poor and fat. How does that make sense? That's that's because of the that's. Kid. Food deserts. That's how you're fat and poor? Yeah, food deserts. You're, you're fat and poor from food deserts. Food deserts. Food deserts make you fat and poor. Yes. Oh, she'll explain it. We're going to hold this over until next Friday. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so happy with I myself. Don't wanna. I don't want Nice to say, Neo, our Twitter. Casper in the blue hair is hard to listen to. <laughs> I'll wait until we play the whole thing next week. You're going to love it. Yeah, you will. Go to mojo50.com. Check out the other awesome hosts and shows that don't put you through this kind of torture in hell. Uh, follow them on the uh, iHeartRadios, also under the Mojo 5 Radio banner. Go to our website, doaeshow.com. Check out the archives, the shop. Become a defender with us. All After all of that, go to APR. 
coffee. That's AmericaPrideRoasters.com. Yeah. Check out them. Historically great coffee. Guaranteed to make you swallow every single time you put it into your mouth. Uh, it's delicious. It is. And the world's going to hell. You might as well have something good in your cup. Mm-hmm. It's Friday, so we'll it see you Monday. Friday. Go. Social medias. Go to all of them. DOAE show. Use hashtag arm yourselves. Like, share, follow. Give it to a friend. We will see y'all Monday. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Bye. Bye. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.